0: Thanks for downloading this podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission.
1: Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting Radiolamon.com. From the
0: world's first officially recognized sim racing group, it's the Tora Radio Show.
2: Good evening everybody and welcome to a very hot edition of the torah radio show coming to you from uh i've been calling it torah cottage it is a cottage this is this is torah uh deep in the southwest of uh the united kingdom because it's the uk edition so that means dear listener alongside me uh on the torah radio show here on RadioLemon.com is mr jordan groves
1: hello everybody
2: He's obviously he's obviously sweating uh, into the into the floor <laughs> in a slightly different part of the country, uh, but that's, that's by the by. <laughs> For continuity <laughs> issues. I bet there's thunderstorms, isn't there, <laughs> happening somewhere? Oh, oh, we won't we not worry about it. We won't worry. About it. It's too it's too warm to worry about it. Yes. We have an interesting show uh, coming up this evening. We, now we've mentioned a number of times on the Torah Radio Show uh, about modding, uh, as and we've also mentioned a set of So, what's better than to get, in my opinion, one of the best a uh, member of one of the best modding groups for a set of on the show. Mr Timo Ha has joined us from Gorilla Mods. Good evening, Timo. Hello everybody. Timo it's excellent to have you on the show. We've obviously we've been talking behind the scenes for quite some time since I uh, got involved with in the GT uh, Uh, with the gt4 stuff and i've been thoroughly enjoying the content you guys have been been putting out so it's brilliant to have you on because obviously what we'd like to do is sort of take away some of the mystery i think of modding because i think there's some people who probably find it um for some type depending on the title that obviously people are using probably quite a complicated thing but we're quite lucky with a set of course aren't we when it comes to adding mods into into games
1: yeah, we are. We are. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, Asitokosa is for me the easiest, uh, game to mod in our sim racing universe.
2: <laughs> and of course, we have the wonder that is content manager as well, which, uh, helps, helps the, uh, the, 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 less brainial person like myself uh, to actually add these wonderful mods into the game. Um, so if people are interested in adding mods into Corsa, then please do get Content Manager. It will be a godsend for you, I promise. Um, well, let's jump straight in, Timo, because I think it's safe to say that everyone knows Guerrilla Mods for their absolutely outstanding uh, GT4 content. So I guess the first question is, why GT4? What's what's drawn you towards that particular class?
1: Um, Well, it started about 1.5 years ago, I think, and uh, I was uh, on a VLN race on the Nordschleife and uh, watched watched the M4 driving on the Nordschleife, the GT4 one, and uh, I just yeah, I was just a bit of falling in love with the car. <laughs> That's a, <laughs> so, a good choice, yeah.
2: a very good choice.
1: Yeah, so we, we started, I started to to create it, uh, to model it on the base of a Corsa's uh, model of the stock uh, M4 from Kunos. And uh, yeah, I've added parts like uh, splitters and rear wing and the interior and it was more and more and more and more. And yeah, I've, I was a bit, uh, I was a bit stuck in the, in the progress because my, my own 3d modeling skills are a bit limited, I would say. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, finally I was, I was able to learn more and get more progress into. And in this, in this time, um, Luca ra, Ragusa from um, the Rollers. Uh, I'm, I'm a good friend with him, and we are, yeah, talking about once in a week or something. And he jumped in and said, uh, I, "I have some some interesting models for you. Do you may want to have them?" <laughs> uh, and, and I was just like, mm, okay, what what uh, could it be? And he was he just uh, sent pictures of the of the, the Audi, the Aston, the Porsche GT4 cars, and I was just like, oh yeah, send them, send them. <laughs> yeah. And this uh, this was uh, the start of the of the whole pack, and it was uh, it went full crazy. So. <laughs>
2: I was saying, and the level of detail in the cars is absolutely amazing. I mean I mean how how as a guesstimate how long do you think it takes to create just what, what like one of the cars from scratch? Uh,
1: well we was uh, we was very lucky because uh, we do have a new team member. Um it's it's Benjamin Barron and he is Professional 3D designer, and well, he he just uh, jumped in and said, uh, "Would be nice to to help." And he started uh, with the with the Alpine, the Panos, uh, and the Zin R1. And he just uh, went through the model in about three days. Wow! I'm it sorry. was just. Mind blowing. Yeah. So normally it's it's a half a year or something. <laughs> so yeah, he was uh, he he made our, our progress uh, a lot faster in this uh, scratch made part stuff. So yeah, the have heavy part uh, on the on the follows uh, after the model. So we have to add uh, textures and stuff to look to to make everything look like it's like it is in real life adding the materials and uh, animations or whatever is needed to to complete the car uh or the the, the base model itself and then um it next uh, the next step would be would be physics and uh, calculations and bopping the cars
2: Oh, that hateful word! We're, we're we 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 Jordan. We're not we're not big fans of BOP, are we?
0: No, no, we're not. That that word gives us shivers. Thirteen <laughs> years of thirteen
2: years of BOP is enough to put anybody off. So okay, so how how does the? Because uh, actually, I was going to come on to See, so the GT4. There is there is a very wide range of cars. You said, obviously the r One, the Alpine, and of course you've got the Audi. They said that the um uh the absolutely gorgeous AMG uh, GT4 all very different cars and obviously the SRO do an amazing job of of uh, bopping these in real life how do you go about uh, balancing them in in the virtual world
1: uh well it all starts with the with the real data so you you always try to get as much Data from the from the real cars as possible to to uh, yeah get it into game, but um, normally, if you put it one on one, you yeah if you if you do a test drive on these cars, you would be a lot faster than you yeah your lap time would be a lot faster than than you would expect in real life. And there is a little um, tweaking needed. so yeah normally you you start with the very real, real data and then it's about acceleration and top speed, weight, corner speed. So every car has its own uh, benefits or not. <laughs> yeah. So you, you're, we are always uh, trying to replicate the the feeling of of each car. So sometimes some cars has a benefit over others compared to, uh, for example, we we uh, had a had a little a small track with low top speeds uh, for testing, and the KTM, for example, is normally very very slow car compared to the others and we was able to, to get the top times with the KTM but on, on um, faster tracks the faster cars are uh, yeah <laughs> are better of course <laughs> but um, yeah it's a, it's, a, it's a progress really so we, we do have a lot of uh, testers real-life drivers or sim racing aliens and <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're they're testing a lot for us and yeah it's 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 really really helpful to uh, get those those uh, BOP settings in because yeah normally every driver has uh, has his own driving style every car is yeah different for him some better, some not. And
2: let's put it Nobody's ever going to ask me to test drive anything. No. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, our test drivers are uh, special, kind of special. <laughs> Yeah, well, we we had uh, the pleasure to to get uh, Tim Heinemann on board, for example. He's GT4 driver in the ADAC GT4 uh, Germany last year, uh, and will compete uh, this year as well. Uh, and he gave us some some really really good input for the AMG, AMG for example, and for other cars we do have almost the same so uh, it's it's really really good to have uh, feedback from from real drivers and it's it's also good to have some some them aliens on board so they can always give you a feeling is your is your uh, car overpowered is it too fast is it too slow or whatever they are really consistent in their times and it tells a
2: lot. I was going to say, it's it's a it's a very, in as we know, uh, Jordan, don't we, it's a very in-depth process, uh, BOP, and uh, as, as you rightly say, it, it, it's good to get a whole um, wide range of uh, experience from different types of people just to understand uh, how the cars are going to be. It's interesting you mentioned, obviously, real drivers having in, input there. Because I suppose the other flip to that is, I mean, because these cars are extremely well put together. They look the part. They look absolutely amazing. They sound amazing as well. Have you have you had any interest from the from the manufacturers uh, in these?
1: Uh, well, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> not be... really allowed
0: to talk about <laughs> this.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: We're familiar uh, well, with that kind of response as well. There's, <laughs> there's an awful lot of times we try to pry information out of people
1: when we really shouldn't be. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would I would love to talk uh, <laughs> about this kind of uh, things, but well, we may have to wait a bit.
2: <laughs> it is re- what what I really like about. Them. I mean, I, I know Jordan's Jordan's dabbled a little bit in them, but uh, as I've recently learned, Jordan, bearing in mind this is a sports card channel. Jordan is not actually a fan of sports cars. I'm gonna have to get a new co-host. Yeah, uh, you.
0: <laughs> I'm the variety. I'm is. the variety in here. It, it, he, it is.
2: It's true. It's true. Which is fine. Which is perfectly acceptable. Re- all about. Diabetes. You wait
0: until you hear what he says off air. <laughs> <laughs> but um,
2: I've got my point now. Thanks. For that. No. Uh, no. I was gonna say yes. It's really interesting to see some of the. Because like obviously everybody knows the Vantage GT4, everyone knows uh, the AMG. The, the Audi may be slightly less so. Um, certainly in the British market, I don't think there is one. Mm. Um, but it's really interesting to see cars like the Alpine and the and the Sin as well, because they're not they're not widely known known cars outside of particular markets. So what i mean is 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 it the idea that you'd like to bring those to the wider audience and more people can experience them
1: uh yeah of course and it was also yeah they there was missing we had to to make them <laughs> i think i, do, I like <laughs> that. as
2: someone who is who is completely into completing everything i love it it's brilliant i'm very happy <laughs> the pain is <laughs> an interesting one because i have to admit i i mean Jordan will probably correct me. I think the last Payne I, I was aware of was a GT2? I yeah, I
0: think
2: I think
1: I know yeah. the one you're thinking of.
2: Yeah, and that's the last time I ever heard from them. I didn't even realise they had a GT4 car.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was uh, kind of surprising for me as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we were uh, searching for, for official uh, GT4 cars. And for now, we have... I think all of them, just the just uh, the Genetas missing and the the Jag. I think.
2: Yes, yes, the Invictus Jag, which oh, Jack, <laughs> I, I've I have witnessed close up a number of times. It is absolutely beautiful to listen to. Not quite as good as maybe the the M4. Um, <laughs> the M4. See, this has come from an Aston Martin fan as well. I might Dad? Yeah. <laughs> um, the M the M4 GT4 is probably one of the best sounding GT4 cars I think I've ever ever heard. It is so good, and I'm very jealous of anyone who's been able to drive it for a long time. Angus Fender, <laughs> mm. yeah, Angus. Um, but yes, absolutely beautiful, beautiful car. So um, yes, there's that. Um, well, let's talk about Gorilla Mods a bit more broadly I mean how how, so how many people are actually working on on the cars uh,
1: well we have uh, we are a team of, of four people yeah we have uh, Marcel Anna he's our, our livery designer uh, Benjamin Baron our 3d designer uh, Emmanuel Finke our racer and engineer, and physics master. <laughs> uh, well, and, I, and I'm doing the rest. I'm putting it together and doing the sounds and liveries if needed, textures, materials, animations. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much everything. <laughs> I'll say the f-
2: and, and that isn't, in the grand scheme, I mean, when you think how many how many people some of these big developers have, just to work on the sa on the same sort of number of cars. That is a that is astound astonishing work for a small group. So I mean I mean kudos to you guys, it's absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. Jordan. Is he Jordan still here?
1: Oh,
0: he's gone. Hello, there we oh, go, it's working now. Lost <laughs> <instantly>. <laughs> Sorry, Radio- brief technical difficulties here. He's got a new. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jordan has a new mic.
2: You might not realise, but he has a new mic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, anyway, moving swiftly onwards, um, apologies for the technical difficulties. Um, we had a couple of months ago, um, Timo, we had a uh, gentleman, I've completely forgotten his name, from the R Factor Championship. Help me out, Matt. What was his name?
2: That's really, 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 really bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. Needless to say, we had a chap on who um, has been running championships on R Factor, and uh, they they rely a lot on uh, modding. Um, yeah. my, my thinking, obviously, you you guys have been very into Asetto Corsa, and Aseto Corsa is widely regarded as like the daddy for modding. Um, what what is it about Aseto Corsa that makes it so? friendly for modders like because there are thousands and thousands of them available in places like race department and with
1: you guys uh, well you have a lot of tools a lot of uh, tutorials a lot of guys are modding so you can can always uh, ask someone or yeah there are big uh, communities on facebook where you can can put your questions in when you're stuck or something uh, it's well it's almost like a big family, so when you're when you're jumping in and you're growing into it, you're getting better, more people will help you or get attention to you, and it will may explode like we <laughs> like
0: we've done it. <laughs> So I guess it's a case of uh, it, it's uh, th- there's a reason that so many people are doing it because it's just the best one and because so many people are modding it just makes it easier to just jump in. Um, yeah, did, exactly. did you ever uh, have a look into modding for other games or was it always a set of course that was your your beeline? Uh,
1: well, I started long time ago with uh, Zoom Racing. I, I started in GTR, GTR oh, right. two. Uh, R Factor One, uh yeah. and uh, well, I, I I really lost uh, a bit uh, on on, on R Factor because yeah, R Factor Two I played the the beta ages ago, <laughs> mm. and, and it was and it's for me it's still the same, just a bit more content. It it doesn't really have changed, and it's really. Complicated to get uh, into to get those uh, files sorted for for a mod or stuff like this. So AC is is you have a pipeline in your in your uh, a set of folder on your on, on your uh, hard drive where you can just read step by step what you have to do to add a car mm. to the game. So it, it's yeah. Really different to to other games. On other games, you almost have to be a geek to get <laughs> something into. <laughs> and uh, I, I I was uh, starting about four years ago without any knowledge of modding 3D or anything. Uh, I'm coming from from graphic design. I'm, I'm a graphic designer, and well. Two d is okay but i I've, I've never touched a three d file before, and well it was the major part to learn the three d program and stuff like this but uh the the ace part of the modding is to put it in game and uh, yeah program everyth- everything like um your dashboard is working and showing uh, oil pressure or water temperature or whatever and stuff like this. It's it's really easy because it's almost file based. Uh, you, you have a text file. You open the text file and type in your things you have to do. It's with a description behind. So you can try a lot, of course with a lot of uh, failures, but <laughs> that's uh, that's a uh, progress you can you can uh, yeah you can really get get progress in this game and learn quite fast i think
0: yeah because as he said like there are some games out there where it, it's mind-boggling the links you have to go to to try and mod like the F1 games for example are notoriously quite difficult to get the hang of yeah. um also whilst i remember the uh, person we were talking about was of course will panisi uh from uh, gpvwc um apologies there um <laughs> we've had so many guests on in the last couple of weeks matt that uh, we're starting to lose track
2: <laughs> i'm actually well i'm not going to complain about that <laughs> and every we guest, need to keep a guest book <laughs> yeah and every guest <laughs> just sign here please yeah. Bank details, card number. Um, One out of ten, forgot your name. <laughs> <Yeah. Soz>. <laughs> <laughs> Towels were on the floor. <laughs> no, it's... um, uh, I mean, both the both the UK and the US side, we've had some absolutely outstanding guests so far, of which Timo is the latest in a long line of brilliant, brilliant guests for us on the UK side. Um, Timo, obviously, we can't possibly... Uh, leave it there without saying if people want to um, experience the the, uh, amazing GT4 machinery how is the best way for them to go about that
1: well jump into our Facebook group download them get on track (laughs) that
2: would be simple uh, as that which is absolutely perfect Timo thank (laughs) you ever so much for joining us it's been a pleasure talking to you it's great to to put a voice to the uh, the name uh, after a good little while of uh, chatting with you behind the scenes. Uh, we wish you all the very well with the development of the rest of the GT4 field. Um, I'm sure well I will certainly be enjoying them. Jordan will enjoy them when I tell him to because he <laughs> <laughs> i will
0: get around to driving them i I just have to get matt to elbow me a couple of more times just to get into them I, I briefly tried a couple of them and they are phenomenal like they have actually got me interested in gt racing and it's it's over saturation which is my problem so you guys have done such a good job that it's actually getting me back interested into it so
1: thank you it's it's really a pleasure for me thank you <laughs>
2: I will say, it's. I know Ben has uh, been enjoying the Camaro in in particular, because he is Mopar or no car, I believe is the (laughs) phrase. (laughs) So uh, there we go. Timo, thank you ever ever so much for joining us, and uh, I'm sure we'll be in touch again uh, in the future to discuss the cars once more. (laughs) You're very, very, very welcome, guys. Thank you very much. Right, Jordan, we must move on, because there is actually it's weird isn't it it's it's probably the first week in quite some time where actually not there hasn't been a huge amount of news but yet there has been news
0: yeah normally in the last couple of weeks we've been like right well this is the thing we obviously have to talk about usually it's because uh you know someone's done something stupid but we have some good news um the <laughs> assetto course of competizione <laughs> did i sound a little bit too james may then <laughs> <laughs> Great news! Nobody's news. done
2: something silly! <laughs> Nobody's I mean, I,
0: said something they shouldn't. I nearly said something different then, but. <laughs> anyway. We're on the so BBC. Yes, well, not the BBC, but. The BBC. <laughs> the BBC's Other standard. broadcast stations are uh, The. Set across the has finally arrived for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Yes. Insert laughter. No, not laughter. Applause. <laughs> applause track. Um yes back in march uh, uh kunos uh, announced that the game would finally be coming to xbox one and ps4 and the day has finally arrived um as you may be aware in the last couple of weeks uh i think it's about a week ago it came to light uh, certain features of the game uh, that made people a little bit concerned uh chief among which the fact that the game is locked to 30 fps Eek. um yeah it's not great
1: um
0: that, that that part is not great. 60 FPS kind of feels like it should be a standard now, with particularly with sim racing I where mean, input and I flow mean, is so vital. The,
2: the caveat of that is our eyes don't see 60 frames per second, so yeah. But yeah, it, I, I I know exactly what you mean. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's th- there is a definite jarring sensation of when you jump from a 60 fps game to a 30 fps game and and it's no surprise really that the initial reactions from the launch have been regarding the 30 the fps limit um i i haven't got a console anymore so i can't say that i've played it myself um but i know that uh, our good friend ben uh has been uh giving it a go and I've also watched a couple of the reactions from, you know, the the usual uh, the usual suspects in terms of content creators like Jimmy Broadbent, and, and they very much reiterate the fact that it takes some getting used to to get back into 30 FPS. But once you can get back into it, it's not as bad as perhaps people made it out to be. It's there's certainly. That's you have to drive a little not bit go on,
2: That's not gonna go on the, rec- on the review cover though, is it? Not as bad as some people. thought. Could have been worse. At least it's not Project Cars 2.
0: Oh, oh, oh. Oof <laughs> We'll get onto Project Cars a bit later on. <laughs> um, but yes, um Yeah, so it seems as though it it's it's not ideal having it 30 FPS, but it's not a game breaker. No. Um there have been a number of other issues reported so far. Obviously, we haven't had a lot of a chance to get to grips with it. I haven't played it. Matt, I don't believe you've... Um, uh, no, I'm, you're I'm interested. I'm, I've got it on PC. What do I need to console? Exactly. That's my thing, yeah. Um, but So uh, I'm assuming that Ben will give us a far more in-depth... Uh, review on his show next week um but the initial reactions yeah there's some some uh bugs in the system as there always tends to be with uh, new games that launch these days do you remember the days when games launched and they were just working do you remember that yeah the good times
2: when, de- when deadlines clearly weren't such a thing
0: yeah and games were complete at launch and they had no day one patches um but yeah there's there issues
2: Make backing cartridges. You couldn't <laughs> possibly do. It. I know you don't remember. Cause you weren't born. <laughs> I remember the day.
0: De- <laughs> Back in my day, <laughs>
2: I only really went to a Bane thing. I was born into it. I was born it. with the
0: cartridge. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> you really yes, adopted there, it.
0: <laughs> yeah, there have been some uh, issues moving on from that terrible impression. Oh, yeah. uh, with wireless little... control
2: until I was a man. <sighs> yes. Anyway. Sorry.
0: Warner Brothers, please don't sue us. <laughs> um, yeah, there have been issues with uh, stuff like uh, wheel recognition. Uh, a that's... lot of people have been struggling with that.
2: I find that uh, really surprising.
0: Yeah, it, it is really surprising. Uh, I've seen uh, a couple of people concerned that there are no like profiles for controller inputs and steering wheel inputs. Um, it kind of seems second nature to me now to having
1: to yeah. assign
0: every button and everything. So I guess that's just uh, a facet of simulation that hasn't really ever been translated over to the console site. There, there's a couple of little niches with simulation games that we're just kind of used to. Like, uh, what was the other one that uh, Jimmy, Jimmy uh, brought this up in his review? Um, oh, it escapes me for the moment. But yeah, a set of course and competency only being a simulator is it's going to be different from other games you have played. So if you are considering getting a set of course of competency only for the console don't think of it like your uh, f1s and your or uh forces it is very much geared toward simulation so there are some little niches that are going to seem a little bit too complicated but that that's just the nature of the beast it comes when it comes to simulators um as for for the moment, yeah, we uh, we're expecting some more patches, obviously, in the coming days to uh, rectify some issues. Uh, one major thing that isn't in the game at launch is private lobbies, which seems baffling to me why they aren't in there. Um, after a lot of uh, criticism, uh, Kunos have announced that they are going to be bringing in private lobbies as a later date, but it just makes you wonder why not now why not at launch why why would private lobbies be a thing that you would even not consider having at launch yeah when you consider that let's face it a set of course of competizione for the general gaming market is going to be a bit of a niche because racing games are becoming more and more popular we've seen during lockdown they're becoming more and more popular but but hardcore sims like a set of course of competizione are a bit more of a niche than that so a lot of people a lot of the use of this game and the con- continuity and the longevity it's going to be through leagues and uh championships maybe even us hint hint um but without private lobbies that wouldn't have been even considerable so um it's good that I, it's coming but it's odd that they didn't have it anyway at the first place
2: i think what this does there's a couple of questions here firstly as you as you rightly say why why Miss that uh, launch, but if I recall correctly, they did with a set of, a set of Corsa itself set one if you like. Yeah. When when that yeah, came right. out, that that didn't have uh, private lobbies initially, so, and I and I bought into that, and I and I really enjoyed it. I mean, I'm enjoying it immensely on PC, but <laughs> I didn't dislike it on. Quite, I didn't play mm. I didn't play it tons, but I was in the midst of Forza of Brain then, but <laughs> but I I did enjoy it. And I enjoyed what it brought. Uh, to the racing genre for consoles. Um, mm. But I think the further question for this, because this is yet again another title that's to make no bones about it, PC based, that's been ported to uh, console. Just the latest in a long line of ones that I can think of off the top of my head that have done this and not, not initially worked as well as perhaps they should. Obviously we automatically go Project Cars, Project yeah. Cars 2. Yeah. Um, work marvelously on PC. Lots of abil- you know, lots of stuff you can do with that. Fine. Mm. Console, certainly totally different game. And certainly, certainly, Project Cars One w- was almost unplayable. Um, yeah. In it, you know, when it first came out. Mm. Okay, it it got better, but that's not the point. Yeah. It should have been right from the get go. Yeah. And, and, exactly. And, and actually, going back, going back one further. Um. We never got. We were supposed to have GTR. We never got it, and that's possibly a good thing because you go <laughs> back to. and it, I believe it because it was also a SimBin developed title. Race, uh, race. Well, it was Race Pro, wasn't it? Was what it was called when it came to the consoles. The WTCC game, um, hmm. was very good if you ignored all the non-PC related buggy stuff that happened. Um, but it was broken. Mm. This, there there seems to be and i'm not sure what given given the tech isn't that different really
0: no not really so, especially when you think of the what's coming with the next generation as well i yeah. mean, there's still a a performance lag between the two but yeah. it's it's not as if you're trying to get it to play on a potato
2: no i mean i'm i'm you just saying we're quite lucky I've, i'm sat next to a, i'm sat next to a gaming pc that's a tad more you know a bit more powerful than what's about what's coming into in Mm. In, in the winter it's a bit more power it's quite a bit more powerful but that's by yeah, the by yeah. <laughs> but what i'm trying to get at is the ability is there so what i mean working off the theory that okay a lot of people are going to use a pad fair enough okay so that that limits input amount possibly, possibly. but then With the Xbox in particular... You can use peripherals like keyboards... You can use use wheels... Heck my wheel that I'm using... Nine years later... Is I got because I had it for the... For for the 360 originally... And (laughs) it just so happens to work on the PC... Mm. You know... So people are using these peripherals... So I don't understand... What fundamentally... and, And like with the UI... Why does that have to be different There's, you know it's scanning through a menu, yeah, gran Turismo seems uses, odd. gran Turismo effectively has a mouse system in it, yeah, you know so why i i, I fail to I fail to sort of get why developers don't seem to be able to modify their game mm. sufficiently enough to work on modern consoles
0: without changing like core uh aspects of what the original Mm. title was and what made it so desirable to be ported over to console yeah i I mean when you when you consider the amount of stuff like locking the game to 30 fps and limiting the graphics in in considerable ways there you can see a difference Mm. um there comes a point where you've got to consider is it really worth cutting and trimming more and more off of the game just to get it to run on an xbox when you're going to bring it over and it's ultimately going to tarnish reputation a little bit more now i I know that kunos made the changes to uh, the graphics and the fps with the distinct approach of maintaining the physics engine and let's not beat around the bush the reason that acc is so highly regarded is because of how bloody brilliant it feels oh yeah. so if if, it, if i had to make that choice i'd make the same choice yeah you you want to prioritize the physics engine i mean how many times have we said uh in the last well however long we've been doing the show for now that that graphics aren't everything it's the feel that's why race sim racing is so good is because you can get such a great feeling out of it that is comparable to real life so yeah physics have got to be the important thing But if you're going to port a game over, you've got to be confident that you're not losing what made it special in the first place. And especially with the next generation consoles coming this winter, it does seem a bit strange that they didn't perhaps wait and then bring the game out for that system, for for the Xbox uh, Series X or whatever it's called, and the um, PlayStation 5. Why would you not wait and bring it out for that? And that way you're not going to have to trim out nearly as much as what you've had to to get it to run on these systems
2: I, I mean there is scope of course I think Project Cars 2 did it um, obviously when the One X came out there was a 4K um, mod effectively mm. DLC or an update or whatever, however you want to term it yeah. that allowed it and, and other titles as well to play better on Xbox uh, One X than they do on the, on yeah. the original Xbox One And from what I gather with the game delivery system that uh, Microsoft is um, pushing quite hard at the minute, Mm. whatever version of the game you buy, you're always going to get the best quality version of that title on whichever version of the Xbox family you're running on. Um, Yes. Which is great, because theoretically what you're talking about is, um, so you could buy, I don't know, let's say, let's say Forza 8, whatever. It will work on it will work on two and a half generations because the One X isn't a full generational jump. We get that. Yeah. So it will work on the original Xbox One One X. Actually, well, we'll throw the One S in there as well because that has certain development, uh, developmental improvements over it. Yeah. So the One, the One S, the One X, and then the Series X, which will be your top of the range, uh, next gen, 8K possible graphics, blah 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 blah. At the top. And, the, and people playing on that will still be able to play people who are playing on the potato that is the original Xbox one <laughs> um, and will still be able to play people who are playing on PC you yeah know, that's that that kind of alleviates it a little bit um, but not enough to justify the, the as you say the restrictions that we've seen mm. um, and it's, it just it's it, it it's just it just really confuses me that certain um, developmental decisions get made like that Mm. because let's face it, what console racing is, is a gateway drug to proper sim racing (laughs) on PC. You can see it through our own membership, all the staff members who grew up up when TOR started 13 (laughs) years ago and have... Moved on from Torah because it's as you know we are largely a sim a uh, console based uh, racing community. I say largely because we do do i racing and we have done other things. Hmm. And they've moved into the PC realm and they've started doing i racing. Hi Richie, started doing i racing <laughs> and and the like. I think it's actually our discussions of i racing that's brought him back. I've really quite enjoyed talking to him again. It's been <laughs> nice. Um, especially as he's done a Rizla Porsche, an M&M racing Rizla Porsche for a set of Corsa Competizione which is just <laughs> so evocative of tour memories, it's great um, and that's what happens people as they get older they move up through and they end up doing, especially if they're big fans of it which let's face it a lot of members of our community are but we're a niche within a niche and a lot of the general people who are going to play these kind of games, they want to get in, do some laps, win a race, in the easiest possible way poss- that they can, and then crack on with whatever it is they're doing in the rest of their lives. Um, and by limiting titles, like I said, of course, it's for consoles in the way that they have. What you do is you. You put a little trip step in between your Forzas and Gran Turismo's and Project Cars to the <laughs> likes of ACC, who would then move into proper ACC and iRacing on PC. Mm. So by not by not making it the best it could possibly be on the console, you're kind of stopping people from making that jump to the the full bore product mm. in my in my mind. Um, I, I don't know if that makes any sense necessarily dear listener but if you if you agree with me then by all means um throw us some messages in the uh radio show uh, listeners collective or on twitter at the real underscore Tora. let me let, let us know what you think about pc ported titles to consoles or indeed console racing in general because it's a touchy subject as yes. we well know um enough of that let's talk about some other things because there has been some other bits so we're 41 minutes into the show we time flies about, and we haven't talked about project cars yet
0: no we haven't so um yeah project cars three uh Just we announced sees. uh well, we didn't announce we reported the announcement a couple of weeks ago that project cars three is on the way and we now have a confirmed release date uh project cars three will be arriving on august 28th so really not too far Uh, down the road at all. Uh, That's two uh, two months out, just. Yeah, so um, that's uh, something you might be able to look forward to. We'll get into that. Uh, Some other uh, little announcements that have come out about Project Cross 3 in the last couple of days, Uh, they have confirmed that the uh, game will launch with over 200 cars and over 140 global tracks. Now, it is worth putting a little asterisk by uh, 140 global tracks, because you're like, wow, 140 tracks? That's mad. Uh, but if we compare it to Project Cars uh, 2, uh, that had 130, uh, what they're calling, uh, global tracks. Uh, however, that is... Uh, global tracks is tracked layouts. Yeah. So uh, Silverstone, for example, would be Silverstone Grand Prix, International, National. So that's three right
2: there. And Stowe, because so, they had the Stowe circuit. Yeah, and
0: Stowe, of course. And the Stowe circuit is a very good circuit. It is. Um,
2: that's, that's a very, very fun.
0: very fun track.
2: Do you remember how Forza used to say we've added 13 new cars and it was one indie car but 13 different liveries
0: <laughs> yeah it's it's a similar kind of thing yeah but so yeah it's still a, it's still a really good track i mean i'm not going to bash them for having that cuz that is a that is a really good track like um track number mm. um it it's potentially the largest uh out there that isn't bolstered by modding uh so it's it's still really good. I mean, 100, 130 different layouts, is, is still a lot of content in there, and 200 cars will be quite interesting. However, as we alluded to when we previously spoke about Project Cars 3, it seems as though they're going to be leaning more toward street racing and uh, stuff like that. So I, I would imagine that the bulk of this game might well be production vehicles now, so we'll have to reserve comment as to how well they manage to execute that there's still this confusion as the the game looks to be a lot more i hate this word sincady mm. um i hate that word so much but there really isn't a better way or a shorter way of describing it um it seems to be a little bit leaning more toward arcade which we, again we said is not a bad thing so long as they execute it well Mm. So stuff like that, we're just going to have to wait uh, and, and see how well they execute.
2: Just for reference, um, Project Cars Two had one hundred and eighty cars.
0: One hundred and eighty cars. So it's it's not a huge jump, but I my criticisms of Project Cars Two were never that there weren't enough cars and tracks. No. So the the content isn't the issue; it's the execution. And So that that's that's going to be the thing that the Slightly Mad Studios really have to knock out the park. Someone if they has actually asked the really question on, to on,
2: on Google: Is Project Cars 2 better than Forza 7? I'm not even going to start that.
0: <laughs> it's no,
2: it's different. Uh, yeah, it,
0: it's like uh, it, it's largest. an un- it, on yeah exactly. I mean, it, on the face of it, you'd be like, oh, it's quite easy to compare. Them. They're both racing games. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 totally different audiences. I still quite enjoy Project Cars 2, but um.
1: It it's, it's
0: definitely could have been a lot better. Um, I,
2: what interests me is, after th- finally, after three editions, I know you're going to come to this, but I'm going to jump to it anyway, because um, the heat's getting to me now. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. The heat's getting to me. Uh, they're finally, finally adding livery editors.
0: Yes. It's only taken um, three editions, but... Yes. Goodness. Do you remember um, when we were really trying to push... Uh, Project Cars as as the potential next greatest thing, mm. and we were saying, "Oh, the only thing it's missing is a livery editor." Well, now they're finally adding a livery editor, and they're heading toward our. Oh goddammit. The... it! Yeah, it's,
2: uh, <laughs> and now the only thing they're they're missing is any sort of sense of sim racing or, in fact, lobbies that work.
0: Mm. But yeah, so oh, they've sorry. also announced uh, <laughs> they've also announced Project Cars um some more little details about uh, customization, which appears to be another a major pushing point for this game, which uh, is a little bit worrying. Maybe they're heading toward, like, the Need for Speed kind of angle of um, style over Sim. But again, if, if it's executed well, it might be really good. Uh, so they, they've said uh, stuff like, yeah, tuning your cars with performance parts and upgrades, uh, affecting handling and power, and then you've got the livery editor as well, so you'll be able to add uh, sponsors, uh different tyre manufacturers to that your I car like. that i, I do like it's it, there's nothing that irks me more than seeing the wrong tyre manufacturer on a car
2: <laughs> or in fact no tire manufacturer <laughs>
0: or, or none there. at all yeah it's like that that little update when fours are brought in nascar and they had the good uh, the good year on the side of the tires yeah. that was probably my favorite thing about the update um yeah, so there's a lot of things that they're announcing with project Cast three that that seem like it it could go quite well. It's just, as we've said so many times on the show, um Slightly Mad Studios has a bit of a history of um overpromising and under delivering, shall we say. Yes. Um so I I now that they're under Codemasters, hopefully Codemasters have kind of whipped them into some kind of shape where the game will be as good as it sounds. And, yeah, it's it's not going to be the same vein as Project Cars 1 and 2 because those games were trying to be more toward the simulation side. Mm. But as I said a couple of weeks ago, if if they go down the grid route and do a, a new version of grid that's got better graphics, more cars and more tracks, and is engaging, makes me want to come back and play the game for longer than one month, <laughs> I I don't see what the problem is with having project grid <laughs> like just yeah. taking the taking the stuff that didn't make because there was a lot about project Cast 2 that was good it's just it didn't quite knock it out of the park with a lot of various features if they can bring the really good features of project Cast 3 and put it onto a grid style title i i'll play that that'd be fantastic i love the old grid games and having more content in there with better graphics well yeah it sounds pretty sounds really good what? So, um,
2: sticking sticking to Codemasters... um yes you know how people make make requests of people of other people, and you kind of think that's just really absurd yeah uh, you know,
0: do you know how it works? Turn
2: this water into wine <laughs> you know so social media was not upset but there were social media is always upset uh, <laughs> I about
0: that you about, sure about that
2: that's <laughs> something anyway uh there was some consternation that there apparently appears that there was not going to be um the extra european rounds that get added that potentially get added uh to this year's formula 1 2020 championship real world championship mm. would not necessarily appear in the F1 2020 game i'm not being funny because there's there's a there's a there's a big negative to this of course because how, given how many circuits have been taken off the calendar in mm-hmm. real life i don't think you really want to lose the content do you so <laughs> it'd be a very very short season yeah. uh plus doing two grand prix at the at the a1 ring the red bull ring sorry don't please do this <laughs> i do i'm showing my age
0: might
2: as well call it Osterreicher I nearly did, t- <laughs> and then corrected myself to A1 ring. I'm getting better, I'm getting better.
0: You're slowly uh, getting into
2: the current 21st era. 21st century. Um, yeah, I do love that circuit, There is such a good track. It is It is great. It is great. Um, yeah, and two Grand Prix at Silverstone. Although, actually, having the 70th anniversary Grand Prix there makes a lot of sense, because yeah. it's where it all started, which is quite cool. Anyway... So people asking asking about uh, adding new circuits now. Jordan, I think you've, you've seen the press release for this. Haven't you? They actually mm. did they actually did respond to this. And I think it's fair to say the most honest and straightforward and please don't ask us yeah. stupid questions way <laughs> that they possibly could without saying that didn't they?
0: Yes. Uh, so um, on the uh, Codemasters forum, uh, recently in the last few days, they've uh, they talks have been reigniting about adding these additional tracks. Uh, namely, it seems as though the ones that are most likely going to be added to the real world series, are Mugello, Imola, and, uh, Algarve, uh, Portimao.
2: I'm happy about, Uh, actually, I'm happy about all of those.
0: Yeah. I, I'd quite like to see. I don't think Mugello will be very good for a race per se, but why not? Qualifying will be absolutely spectacular. Uh, anyway, we're, we're (laughs) slightly straying into midweek motorsport. Um, (laughs) um so yeah they were asked once again uh, whether there's any chance for um adding these tracks later down the road and uh the one of the developers for the game referred them back to a comment that lee maver had said a couple of months ago regarding additional circuits and they were saying that circuits are the uh, i'll read from the quote here circuits are the most time intensive intense element of development because each individual circuit they say takes about a year of development because you've got, uh, the AI training, building the circuits themselves, camera placement. It's not mm. easy, and we know that. It's not easy. Um, so they, they said its it would be great to be able to add them, but it's simply not possible, and especially as we don't even know what tracks are on the calendar yet. Like, we still don't know. We know that it's there's a strong chance that we're going to get at least two of those three. Yeah. And then there's also other opportunities for Bahrain to run different layouts and Hockenheim to come back. Um, But there is simply not enough time uh, to add them. And then you've also got all the other behind the scenes stuff of licensing and uh, sponsors and all of that. It, it, It does not, you can't get this done very quickly. However, some people have responded to that by saying, well, look at modding. We come back to modding once again. Mm. Uh, you you get like single number, uh, like one-digit teams uh, making like Kyle Army, for example, the the mod that was brought out for a quarter Corsa at the end of last year. That was made by one guy, um, and he managed to make a track, and it, it it's just as good quality as all of the Code ones, if not better. Um, but it would have, however, been, it would
2: have been based on. He wouldn't. He would have. There would have been some sort of framework under that for him to have yes. started it. And it would have been his life's work. He would literally have just done just yeah, that.
0: exactly. And sim racing models don't deal with the licensing, the sponsorship, yeah. you know, AI optimization yeah. optimization even. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with the general sense of it would be awesome
2: because
0: mm. I would love to drive Imola, Portimao, Magello in F1. It'd be great um is it something that they might add next year i guess if they remain on the calendar maybe um but yeah it's it, it's from the outside it might seem as though oh can't you just add another track what's one more track but when you consider how much effort they have to put in mm. it, it's it's not reasonable to expect them to be able to do that as well i i would like to see them because one of the things with F1 in the past they've done is uh, have DLC Like uh, if you think back to F1 2013 some of the DLC they had with the classic tracks, I- Imola was one of them actually and uh, Brands Hatch and I believe Estoril were it, was in the 2013 game, I would like to see uh, F1 bring some extra content into the game, um, obviously it would probably have to be under the classic umbrella mm. because of licensing and the tracks not being on the current calendar but it, it would be nice to see them branch out into this. Um, but obviously, with with uh, the current changes that are going to be coming into F1 in the in the not too distant future, in terms of like uh, uh, car design and all of that, it, they're going to be focusing rightly on that stuff. So yeah,
2: and, and and of course, if you really, 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 really medically want to run <laughs> a fully realised, accurate, be accurate Formula One <laughs> season. Then get a set of course, <laughs> download the uh, RaceSim Studio, uh, the RS. Yeah, like RaceSim
0: Studio, the the yeah. Formula Hybrid 2020, and they yeah. also have the 2021 as well.
2: Yes, they also have the 2019, which is the one I use because I'm old-fashioned.
0: Still. <laughs> uh, the 2021 is fantastic. Hmm. You need to get the 2021.
2: And and simply down, get the you know, go onto whatever your favourite modding download site is.
0: Well, Magello's already in a set of Corsa as it a is. base, it as is, is Imola.
2: Which I forgot, <laughs> <laughs> having only driven Magello for the first time about two days ago uh, in the, in the Formula Hybrid. Um,
0: There's a really decent Algarve mod as well that I've driven. That,
2: yes, which I also it, have.
0: It's it's a it's a, it's, a set of Corsa is. Um, I love how we're we're kind of starting and ending the show of a Sette Corsa. We are kind of, um, yeah. it it's it's been um really nice to be able to. Take the RSS Formula Hybrid, because it's such a fantastic representation yes. of a Formula One car. It, it's nice to be able to kind of picture in your mind what it's going to be like if they do go there in real life. And yeah, if, if you have got a Seto Corsa and, you, and you're uh, one of these people that are crying out for F1 to add these games, do it on a Seto Corsa in the meantime, because it is fantastic.
2: And just uh, a bit of bre- re- reasonably breaking news that I've just become aware of, hence why it's breaking, because if I haven't seen it, it doesn't happen. <laughs> Hindy's, Hindy's rule. uh rule. Soon becoming <laughs> Hunter's rule. Uh, we mentioned it earlier on Soul, which is which is a absolutely must have. Um, oh yes, yes. Absolutely must have uh, part of uh, a of Corsa. Your of Corsa experience. Uh, the Soul weather engine for Settler Corsa uh, version 1.5.4 and version 1. 1.6 have been released, bringing lightning and thunder. Ooh. That's going to be an interesting little update. That's intense. I'm quite looking forward to the concept of that.
0: To the Nordschleife. life, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Dramatic light. So, yes. Yeah, so you uh, you can switch between the two versions. place and he's he's once it's installed. Uh, the new version also adds dramatic lightning and thunder effects, including sounds. Oh, good. I just know Thunder isn't really thunder without thunder. Um, it's just kind of. Well, thunder's the nothing and lightning thunder's, very
0: very frightening thunder, thunder's,
2: <laughs> for the weather enthusiasts out there thunder is the noise lightning is the, <laughs> lightning is the light it's in the name so really welcome me, to the
0: tour radio show where lightning. we occasionally talk about the weather <laughs> <laughs> we
2: started talking about the weather so that's quite cool so yeah so brilliant there's a new so there's a new version of soul out so i would get that um, definitely 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 get that and in the last three minutes of the show closing on a set of Corsa uh, the race of champions
0: <laughs> yes uh, we didn't you may notice dear listener that we didn't actually have any uh, of my uh, lovely segment of uh, real world counterpart series of the week uh, which I really need to think of a new name for I keep saying this um, because there hasn't really been any uh, Esports Trans-
2: the S- S- series. there you go it's
0: done Apart from that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this weekend we will have um, a little bit of a real life uh, racing counterpart series uh, action uh, with the virtual Race of Champions. Uh, that will be taking place on Assetto Corsa, uh, as we've seen uh, with Race of Champions before when they did the uh, E-Rock a couple of years ago. Um e Yeah. <laughs> Eric. Um, <laughs> God. <laughs> Eric. Uh, anyway, that's what it's going to be called from now on. Uh, Racer Champions are utilizing some of the mods that were in the game, uh, such as the KTM, and they've created a couple of the Racer Champions uh, stadium layouts. Uh, so that's what they'll be using for the Racer Champions this weekend. Uh, that will be taking place on Sunday at 7 o'clock uh, Central European time. Um, so far, it's going to be a mix of uh, Sim Racing Stars and Real Drivers, so you've got the likes of a uh, uh, James Baldwin, uh, Veloce James, who won the e Championship in Mexico, I believe it was. Uh, he's going to be taking part alongside real-world drivers such as uh, Johan Christophersen, uh, Antonio Felix de Costa, Felipe Albuquerque, uh, Roman Grosjean, uh, Timmy Hansen, Andy Prio, Bruno Spengler, uh, Louis Delatraz, whom we just mentioned. Uh, and I'm sure there's going to be a couple more uh, drivers confirmed in the days leading up to the event. Um, the racer champion stuff is really, really fun to drive on a setto course. So I'll be, I'll be quite interested to see how uh, the real world drivers get on with a Seto course because I don't believe there has been uh, an event on the original Seto Corsa uh, during this whole lockdown period. It's all been on ACC, iRacing, etc. So it'll be quite interesting to see how they take to it.
2: There we go. This episode has been brought to you by of course, uh, <laughs> apparently it very much feels yeah. that way, doesn't it? Anyway, <laughs> anyway and on that um, wonderful bombshell, uh, it's time to it's time to end the show. Uh, next up, of course, is on the grid uh, from your Australian uh, point of view, motor, uh, motorsport point of view, and of course, there is actually motorsport uh, coming <gasps> up, coming up for them very soon. So stay tuned for that. I've been Matt Hunter. Jordan has been. Enigmatic in his abilities to talk about marvelous things that that we talk about, and massive thank you to Timo from uh, Guerrilla Mods. Be sure to head over there and get their ma- magnificent GT4 content. Thank you ever so much for listening. Bye bye for now. See you in a couple of weeks.
0: This program is a radio show limited production. Tell your friends there's more at RadioLemon.com.